Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm back from the dead, Jordan. Oh, you were dead? I was dead briefly. I flatlined. Oh. Well, I'm a flatliner. Have I mentioned that to you? You have not. As in the film Flatliner boy, I wish or I... the remake Flatliner? I wish I remembered more about that movie so I could say something funny about it. Well, I forgot it was called Flatliners mm-hmm. when I said that title twice. There's a Canadian screamo band called the Flatliners that I like. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Should I talk about that? Yeah, sure. This is basically a screamo <laughs> show, right? It is now. Come on, all you scenesters. <laughs> sure. In your skinny jeans? Yeah. Hey, do you like bands where one guy sings and one guy screams? Next week, we're talking about uh, whatever that kind of music that The Locust is, (laughs) where you dress up in a costume and just make weird noises. Oh, man, man, we are not prepared for this riff. We do not know enough about the things we're talking about. No. I was aware aware that Screamo was the kind where one person sang intense feeling songs and Mm -hmm. one person made intense noises right that's the extent i could not i could not have named one screamo band Mm -hmm. i might be mischaracterizing the flatliners too i'm sure i'll get some (laughs) corrections as to what their genre actually is happy hardcore (laughs) right yes it's it's drum and bass (laughs) yeah a little jungle yeah um what tell me about your near-death experience what was what was hell like Oh, well, why did they descend? Why did they decide to send you back? I. Uh, what was your eternal punishment? I got the flu last week, uh-huh. and uh, I just assumed you went to hell. It had just been weeks. Uh-huh. I mean, years since I last got the flu, mm-hmm. and I had forgotten how horrible it is. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, did you have your flu shot this year? I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so but the, it got through anyways. It got through anyways. But I think generally speaking, the flu shot will uh, reduce the impact of a lot of flus. Because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of different flus. They don't know all the ones to give you. Sure. So it makes a big difference in terms of not getting the flu. But it also makes a big difference in terms of whether you die from the flu mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when when you do get it, uh, as my, my paternal uh, great-grandfather did. So, yeah, like I I had... So flu death runs in the family. Yeah, I had 24 hours of bad flu. Mm-hmm. And this is my this was my first day where I really left the house. Mm-hmm. We can talk about my trip out of the house yesterday when we introduce our guests. Is it interesting? Um, I mean, I found it interesting. <laughs> well, we'll see about that. It includes garage sailing. Okay. Um, so... And having to uh, run into the house that you were uh, at the garage sale of and have diarrhea? Yeah, exactly. Cool. I just want to give a shout out to my wife also got it mm-hmm. um, because- That's nice that you guys still do things together. Yeah. We share a It's bed. important for we share a bed, relationships. Jordan. Ooh. Yeah. And, and, there, and therefore germs. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you know, and, and many of our listeners know, I have three children. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Meemaw was in town. Meemaw. And can I just be, can I just say thank goodness for Meemaw? You can. I'm sorry. Fun. Is that wine? Here's fun fact. Dog in the studio. Dog in the studio. Dog in the studio. We'll get to it, but there's a dog in the studio. Trying to drink my cola. Mm. (laughs) Trying to drink my cola. May have actually drunk some of my cola. You call call it cola? Well, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to uh, buzz market here. Cola? I'm not in. I'm not in the employ of any of the major. Any of the big three, those being Pepsi, Coke, and RC. Royal Crown Cola. (laughs) Cola. Saying cola out loud. 
It's like calling someone your lover. It's a Dr. Select. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah. Um, Ooh, Dr. Select, do la la. Too yeah. good for Dr. Star. Yeah. Uh, so, Cola. yeah. So I, uh, Meemaw, Meemaw really saved the day, and then mm-hmm. poor, poor Meemaw got it. And she was out of commission yesterday. Man. Yeah. The ravages of flu. Yeah. But it definitely remi- it definitely reminds you. Dog sneezed. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I know. It was great. <laughs> dog in the studio. God. I wish people could see this dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me, I think sometimes you forget how much responsibility for human life you have accreted over the years of parenthood. Mm-hmm. So first one life, then two lives, then three lives. And but when both parents are incapacitated, and then, uh, 99 lives if you put in the Konami code. <laughs> <laughs> um uh and nothing will remind you how many other people's human lives who are incapable of taking care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are responsible for than both parents in the household or all parents in the household uh, being bedridden. But the uh, did you? Oh, you guys should have lined up uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory style. Oh God! Done one big bed, head to toe Maybe, style. I know Mima was there. If you could get Poppy and, and Grandpa Poppy Joe, Pop. yeah. God, I wish Grandpa Joe was there. Yeah. Come on, Grandpa Joe. Um, let's introduce our guest and talk about this dog in the studio. Our dog guest, in the studio. Our guest is uh, oh, sort of. He was drinking earlier. Could you dachshund. hear that, audience? <laughs> Did you hear the cute doggy drinking? Our guest is a terrier dachshund, Rick, who has some separation anxiety issues because he was recently adopted by comedian Emily Heller. Hello. Who has, uh, of course, a podcast called Baby Geniuses, a uh, brand new conversation, uh, brand new uh, stand-up comedy special on the uh, Comedy Central apps and uh, streaming platforms called Ice Thickeners. Uh, our guest is Alan, the dog. <laughs> Thanks for having him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm glad that that's soda and not wine. Yeah. Although I don't know which would be worse for him to be drinking right now. He did try to take a drink of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I went garage sailing with my children. Mm-hmm. It was my first time out of the house in several days, and I felt like I needed to do something for my children. Sure. So I was like, I think I could do an hour in the car. Mm-hmm. That was about what I, I thought I was <laughs> capable of. Drove to Atwater Village. Beautiful neighborhood Wait, here in this Los was Angeles. For for the kids, do they like garage sales? They do kind of like garage sales. Okay. They are his kids. <laughs> more I than that, yeah. More than that, I did not want to do an activity that required me to be on my feet for more than five minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. So I figured garage sailing. It's that first thing Saturday morning. I didn't want to have to chase anybody on the on the structure mm-hmm. of the park or whatever. I feel like garage sales are also generally it's they seem like they would be good for kids because it's like there are sometimes things for sale for like twenty five cents and yes. a kid can feel can like get a lot they bought things. the whole thing themselves. Sure. Yeah. I think a garage sale is uh it's a tough way to acquire good stuff if you're in a grown up, but for kids it's a dream. Yeah. Like I've uh uh, I one of my kids has a has a weekly appointment on a Saturday morning in South Pasadena, California, which is a bucolic suburban town, uh, not that far from where I live. Just like a classic all American tree lined streets situation, and uh, nine to ten a.m. in South Pasadena, this is garage sale heaven. 
And my children have gotten more 25-cent bullshit out of this. <laughs> like more. And the great part is you don't feel. I, I'll, I'll throw it away a week later. Yeah. I gave it a new life. You know what I mean? If it's a significant thing, maybe I'll give it to the Goodwill and they'll throw it away. Yeah, but at least you didn't buy it new and then throw it away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But exactly. the point is. Children's for- clothes, for example, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. These yeah. are wonderful things to buy at garage sales. But the point is I, I happened to be driving down the street and a crazy woman started waving her arms at mm-hmm. me. I pull over. Guess who it is? It's Emily Heller, comedian Emily Heller, Whoa. and my favorite dog, Alan. Yep. Wait, was this at the garage sale? I'm confused uh, no, as to the he timeline. Was, he was on his way to a garage sale, okay. and I was walking Alan, and I saw a car coming up with a license plate. Should I say it? Is that okay? I don't know. I don't think people can, like, reverse look yeah. at me. <laughs> Listen, just say it. they're his highway patrolmen. <laughs> just say Dong Lord. <laughs> we all know Jesse's license plate is Dong Lord. <laughs> Dong Lord. And I was like, hey, I know that guy. Uh, and I waved. Kind of, I could kind of not even tell it was you, but I recognized you from the license plate. And then, yeah, you kind of jerked your car into a driveway to, I assumed, to pet Alan. Yes. <laughs> I don't care about seeing you, Emily. No, I'm a fa- of course look, not. I like you. <laughs> yeah. You're a talented comic, a good pal, and a great colleague. But I don't give a shit about you relative to your amazing dog. I wouldn't pull over to talk to you either. I had I just met Alan because Alan came to the Max Fun the Max Fun Drive uh, live show. Yes, he did. Yeah, because mm-hmm. as we mentioned, he has a little bit of separation anxiety. He does. He has it for me and not for my husband. It's very inconvenient. Uh, he is in love with me. I think. Uh, and he sees my husband as uh, another dog in the house. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're both sure. my two dogs. Well, you got to get your husband mind. to stop chewing on that sock. <laughs> He's also trying uh, to help mommy. <laughs> that's what we've been talking to our therapist about. Mm. Uh, no, uh, so yeah, he. If I leave him alone with my husband, like he'll he'll hang out at the house with my husband, but he'll howl. Mm. And he'll be like, <sighs> "What do you? What do you? What do you think it is? What? Where do you? Can you? Can you diagnose that?" I mean, I, I don't know. We he was. We don't know anything about him. He was found as a stray, but he was clearly a house dog before that. Like he's housebroken and he doesn't like right. going outside very much. He has mailbox keys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, he uses the toilet pretty well. Um, <laughs> not for what you think, um, <laughs> but uh, he is... uses it as a sous vide. <laughs> yeah. to make soft boiled eggs. It takes about a week and a half. He's like, well, we... I started reading Serious Eats, and I got really into it. <laughs> but uh, In two weeks, he's going to be talking about the Instapot. I know. <laughs> All right, we know. Our yeah. working theory... How tender are your short ribs? <laughs> Our working theory is that uh, his previous owner was, like, maybe probably a woman. He maybe doesn't like men as much as women, and so he had that instant bond with me. Um, and that he maybe had separation anxiety with that person and ran away trying to find them when they left oh, the house. Okay. Um, and then that's how he ended up as a stray. I don't know, but I'm doing these uh, really tedious uh, training exercises where I uh, put him in his little penned off area, and then I get up and I like grab my keys and I open the door and I walk outside and then I walk right back in. <laughs> and then I do that ten times. You say your catchphrase. <laughs> yes, I do, which is be right back. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> and it's true. And that's supposed to train them so that when you leave the house and you say, be right back, right. they think, okay, she's going to be right back. Yeah. Um, and Hit then... up Emily's merch store for the be right back t-shirt and do mouse you pad. A, do you have a signature entrance? I mean, when you come back in, does the crowd stand and applause? Uh, when I come back in, it's not really anything. But when I have to remember to – I have to do at each – Cycle, I have to do 10 times, so I have to leave and stand outside for one second and then come back in and do that 10 times, and then two seconds, and then oh. three seconds, and then four seconds, five seconds, then 10 seconds. Then it, basically, I'm working my way up to an hour and a half, but I have to do each <laughs> one of them. Do you just hang around outside for an hour and a half? <laughs> I don't know what do you I'm going to go to a movie. I'm going to go on like a quick errand and then I oh, guess yeah, just like sure. idle in the, in the driveway and listen to a podcast. But I've been keeping track of the 10 by moving a ring around my fingers. So that's the thing that I do when I come back in is I move. Really, it's a rubber band because no ring fits on every finger the same. So all my fingers are the same. <laughs> I have, you just have 10 s- perfectly cylindrical, <laughs> identical <laughs> fingers. It's just like pasta. Yeah. Just <laughs> just 10 rigatoni. Just rigatoni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why, well. yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's why we call you Tony. Yeah. That's why we call you Dong Lord. <laughs> uh, Emily Heller's dog is so cute. Yeah, uh, he's done in the, he's still you know, in the, show. in the whatever, the the 15 minutes that we've been in here, he's done like five cute dog things. <laughs> he's done cute drinking where he's like, meow, meow, meow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, cute dog drinking. No one likes it when I do it like that. <laughs> no. Well, get a little gray mohawk like Alan. I know. He has a little mohawk. Here's the thing is he is truly like needy and dependent and utterly annoying, but also just the the actual cutest dog in the world. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's, it's probably really, really hard to tough stay. when he's bad. It's tough when he's bad. And also like one of the things I'm supposed to do for training is like – for the 15 minutes before I leave the house and for the 15 minutes after I come back to the house, I'm supposed to ignore him. Mm. And that is the Gosh. hardest thing in the world. I'm not supposed to, like, pet him or look at him for 15 minutes after I come home. And he's just, like, being the cutest what in the world. What does that do? Um, I, it's supposed to sort of, like, take all of the weight off of your your Coming entrances and, and exits, I sure. guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know. I don't know if I believe any of this stuff, but I also have no other option. It's hard, too, because not striking a pose immediately after making your entrance that signifies the key characteristics of your character goes against all your Commedia dell'arte training. You're used to exactly. stroke, coming in and, and freezing while stroking your long, thin money bag that hangs between your legs. Well, I'm also, I'm like, do we really have this much time for character development? I, I feel like people are going to check out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm sorry to be a, a person who brings their dog everywhere. I really didn't want to be this person. No, it's where great. Have you, where have you brought the dog that you felt bad about having the dog? I mean, just, <laughs> just several podcasts. Several podcasts. <laughs> Colon surgery. Yeah, sure. Uh, I've thought about bringing the dog to therapy. Yeah. Mm. I thought about bringing my dog to therapy many times. And then just leaving him there and letting him have a session. You know what? (laughs) I think I did bring my dog to therapy once. Not with my current therapist, but my former therapist. Shout out to Dr. Carr. (laughs) Fucking sailing the seas. 
for he retired to sail to the sail high the seas. seas. Yeah, but anyway, fucking Dr. Carr, I think one time Wait, your therapist left to go uh be on a boat forever? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sorry, Jesse. He might have been <laughs> he might have just been fed up. A little bit too much for you uh, know, I have to go uh <laughs> sail the sea. Don't look for me, I'll be on a boat. Sure. Uh, I won't I won't <laughs> I be able get to phone get phone e- no phone call, no uh, email. <laughs> <laughs> to bring some spices back from the Orient, I'll give you a call when I get yeah. back. My therapist said she had to turn into a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> she did, right? Right? That's real. Uh, my so dog in therapy. I think the dog... I was just having a really bad day, <laughs> and maybe I had had a bad day and had a migraine, and was like on my migraine medication. And there was some reason the dog shouldn't be at the house. And I was like, fuck it. I'm bringing my dog to therapy. Oh, yeah? I, like, didn't run it by him ahead of time or anything. Just showed up with my dog. I think my therapist would be cool with it. And I'm basing this on the fact that when before we got him, when I was talking to her about our plans to get a dog, she got this look on her face that was, like, kind of distracting. Like, I don't know if... Like, normally their faces aren't supposed to do that much stuff sure. in therapy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like one of the, that's all, all of year one of getting your yeah. MFT. Is it's just, just like practicing your facial paralysis. It's just the professor going, uh, to, one year from now, two of you will still be sitting in those seats. And one of y'all will have done too much with your face. <laughs> but so her face was doing something and I was like, what? What is it? And she was like, oh, nothing. It's just I'm really excited for you to get, get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a feeling she'd be cool with me bringing him there. Yeah. But I also think. But then are you, I mean, will the session become all about the dog as like this podcast has become all about the dog? I and mean, I'm not complaining. I think it's a fine <laughs> thing for this podcast to be about. I it's would, better than what the podcast is normally about. But I, It's actually part of my dog training that I'm not supposed to podcast about him too much longer. So I am going to ask that we change the subject. Oh, because... sure. Right. He's getting an inflated sense of self. <laughs> yes. It's like if if I podcast about him too much, he feels like. I need that. Mm. And so it's more that he thinks I, you know. Right. He my... needs to know that I have other things going on in my life. Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's rank the Marvel movies. <laughs> One of my dogs is, is a caretaker who will take care of me in situations like bad therapy day uh, or the flu. Mm-hmm. She will, if I'm lying on the bed, and I'm, this is often the case because of my migraines, but like if I'm lying on the bed out of my mind with whatever... She will jump on the bed and then just put her nose sort of in my armpit if I'm lying on my back. Oh, She'll, like, put her nose in my armpit and, like, lay herself against my side and just go, hmm. Oh, that's really And then she'll just stay there as long as I need her to. It's it's gorgeous. So what the fuck are you doing, Alan? Yeah, I— What's so great about you, you adorable beauty? I started crying the other day, and he didn't do shit. (laughs) (laughs) Alan, <laughs> so selfish. I mean, to be fair, he did look very cute. But Alan he is was so cute. Me. Alan is so cute that before I met Alan the other day at the live streaming mm. show, this is my third time meeting Alvin. Uh, Alan, not to brag, Jordan. Mm. No, I mean, but uh, before no, I've met Alan, before I met Alan the other day, my wife called a family meeting to discuss Alan. <laughs> mm, sure. My wife called me over and she said, Jesse, have you seen Emily Heller's new dog? I'm like, I haven't seen Emily Heller since she was on Judge John Hodgman. That was like a month ago. And she says, and she says, 
Open up your Instagram, honey. <laughs> you know, I definitely, I am not on Instagram yeah. oh. uh, because I just love being present. I love being here. I love being in the moment. And I don't want to do anything that will detract from that. No. Plus, you're more into snaps. Yeah, wait, what's, <laughs> you're right. What's the real reason? Uh, no, I just, you know, I don't, uh, it was one of those things that I was kind of late to. And I yeah. don't take a lot of pictures. I'm bad at it. Every time I try and take a picture of something, it really just comes out like a, like a, you know, a faraway blob that a mom took with an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is my photography style, <laughs> I would say. And yeah, and I think I am a little prone to like being jealous of the lives of others. Oh, yeah. It is and poison think, for your soul. Yeah. And I think that I think that seems to me like that is kind of what Instagram, the the little button Instagram will push on you is the, you know, Check out my trip to the Super Bloom and my significant other and these eggs I'm eating. Yeah. I get mad at our friend Steve Agee, Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go listener, for being such a talented photographer. He's a very good yeah. photographer. He is yeah. a very talented photographer. That makes me mad. And then I, because my Instagram account, put.this.on, mm-hmm. is associated with my menswear blog and store, um, I don't, I, I don't. Mo- like mostly I am following menswear shit mm-hmm. and that stuff is infuriating. <laughs> I believe like, it. If, really? I believe if it. you want to get mad, just take a look at a guy who is a lawyer in Prague and spends all his money on bespoke clothing and then spends a lot of time taking pictures of himself. <laughs> it is truly maddening. You haven't talked me out of it yet. Okay, well, I mean, maybe go for it. Uh, but yeah, like just the like. Here's the thing. I don't that's... have a problem with like lifestyle po- pictures. Like even uh, food I ate. I like looking at Dan McCoy. We'll take a picture of a bread he cooked. I always enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love a good bread pick. <laughs> uh, but, like, generally speaking, uh, anything that looks like a work went into it upsets me. Um, either be through jealousy with Steve Agee or just a regular anger with uh, people who are – and, like, many of them are good at the things – like, they're – they're good at uh, picking clothes and taking pictures of themselves. That's why they're good at it. Yeah. But uh, here's ugh. the thing: you could also just mute everyone except for the dog accounts. Oh, I yeah. do follow a lot of dog accounts, and Instagram sort of figured out I was looking for a dog, and then right. just started only showing me sure. the dogs. Uh, and then I follow a lot of artists. That helps because they just post their art. But that's then, nice. But then other than that, yeah, there I, I do feel intense um, pressure to go to the Super Bloom as a result of what people are posting about it. And I'm not going to go. Yeah, uh, the Super Bloom seems far away. It seems far away and it seems crowded. For, people, for people not in the, the area. What is the Super Bloom? Uh, so pe- I missed the last week through illness. <laughs> uh, so uh, the Super Bloom, when it, uh, after a hard rain in L.A., the like high desert, uh, all these poppies bloom, and it's very beautiful. And it's a big, like, you know, kind of, you know, like long weekend destination for people to take pictures of the Super Bloom. And it is great. It does look Yeah, neat, it's like it, poppies as far as the eye can see. Yeah, but it is a lot of, like, happy couples laying down in them together. Yeah, I, I, people I sort of uh, trampling on them to get pictures. <laughs> right, yeah. Yes. Without all of the crowds of people in the photograph that they're taking. It's, people mm-hmm. go there for Instagram pictures now. Uh, uh, I, I, there I, are a lot of them. I have a good friend who is a professional photographer. One of my best friends is a professional photographer. And it literally had not occurred to me 
basically until I looked at his Instagram or maybe I was going I was like going for a hike with him and a photographer some photographer buddies of his or something but like I was like oh I resent Instagram because I is good with words. Uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I am not like they they are first of all, their Instagram feeds all actual art. Like real right. photographers taking real powerful pictures. And with, you're bad at that and so if it's if there's something that someone else is better than you at, you don't enjoy it fundamentally. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> I just uh yeah, probably. Uh, Emily, do you do you try and uh, do you try and do comedy on Instagram? Do you try and be funny on it? Ooh, I should say no because then it'll all seem accidental. If I am. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'll try and do funny stories. I mean, recently it's just pictures of the dog. Now mm-hmm. I don't have it. I don't have anything else going on. No, but I mean, uh, that's pretty good. I mean, I would. I'm. 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 I'm tempted to join just for more Alan content. <laughs> I do. I do. I do think I try to be funny on there. Mostly, I spend more time on there if I want to avoid Twitter. That's sure. what I do. That's what mm-hmm. I use. Right. For. When you just need something to open when you're in yeah. line for something. But then I decided that also it was still, yeah, it was still bad for me. Like mostly I was like, I need something to do with my hands while I'm watching TV. And now I just decided to start doing embroidery again. So I went from being like a young connected person to a very, very old person. Sure. What are you embroidering? <laughs> uh, I've just been uh, embroidering. I've, on- I've only done like a couple projects. I started with mostly a- Mostly tall tales. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did a, a portrait of my friend's dog, and it's an all-black dog, so it was a very difficult project because <laughs> then it's really hard to show details in embroidery if the thing is all black. And then I, I made um, something for my mom's uh, bathroom. <laughs> I'll let you guess what that – no. Uh, <laughs> Embroidered <it> was... <laughs> toilet paper for my... your mom's delicate butt. Uh, yeah, I embroidered some toilet paper for her very – uh, time-intensive project for when not you, a lot of payoff. When you're embroidering, mm-hmm. like let's let's take this example of this dog portrait that you embroidered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are we talking about like a you know like a top of a big yogurt container sized embroidery hoop? Yeah, it's like a, I would say it's the size of a sm- of a person small personal pizza, very Got small it. personal pizza. <laughs> okay, uh, now are you are you are you like? Uh, freestyling this are you making a pattern for yourself oh hell no i am printing it out on photo paper Mm. like like a photo transfer like an iron on and then i iron that on and i just like sew over a printed out photograph basically (laughs) now how many personal pan pizzas does the print out (laughs) i'm having a hard time picturing it so just how many pizzas you print it out on a you print it out on a medium pizza and then you cut it down to size to a personal pizza. yes okay now i can see it yeah and then you and then you put that in a panini press on the fabric that you're embroidering it on. <laughs> That's <laughs> delicious. You guys yeah. a question. I feel like you guys are using this made-up metric <laughs> mm-hmm. that no one understands. How many Dodger dogs are we talking mm. about? Oh, that is a great question, but I am a vegetarian, like a so Polish? I'm going to have to... Well, what about I can't a vegetarian that Polish? Yeah. There's probably a vegetarian Polish, right? Uh, that sounds like a, the beginning of a very bad joke. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know. I don't... I don't know how to Costco that. chicken bake. Let's go Costco I'm chicken bake. Costco chicken bake. Again, too much too much meat in that. I don't know yeah. if there's a veggie chicken bake at this point. Okay, what about that Bacon. fruity sundae? 
Oh, I don't. You know, I have not been to a Costco in years. I am because oh, you live alone. Yeah, yes, right. thank. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> I appreciate the. I was thinking of it no. as a like tremendous freedom. Sure. Um, <laughs> you can get the flu whenever. That's true. You I guys can. are like on the verge of a Freaky Friday right now. I don't know if you realize it. <laughs> I have no idea. A certain magic fountain we can pee in. <laughs> Um, Is that the premise of Freaky Friday? There was they a pee in a magic fountain. There was a body uh, swap a movie recently. It was a different body swap Not movie. Maybe probably ten yeah. years ago. It was the one point. with Jason Bateman, and then who plays the single guy in that? Jonathan Silverman. Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, it's Jason Bateman and Jonathan Silverman. It's, it's the single guy in Carolyn in the City. Yeah. <laughs> it's the crossover movie. There were so many crossover episodes, or like in that musty TV. NBC lineup that we just forget about because those shows didn't really syndicate except oh, for there's yeah. one Friends episode that Caroline in the City's in. Really? Oh, and, and it'll like, like show up on Channel 5 at 6pm? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I don't think any, none of them were ever on Seinfeld. Were they? Oh, I bet Seinfeld resisted that. Seinfeld were probably just like, eh, fuck this. So Our show's good. There is a very <laughs> yeah. funny... Uh, there was a very funny like promo for the um, and maybe Brian, maybe we can find this and do a link to it on the Facebook page because I'll probably describe it wrong. But I think I, I, I do know I do know about this, what we're talking about. There was a must see TV continuity block where there was a hurricane that affected all of the must see oh, TV yeah. shows. But Seinfeld would not participate because um, of their dignity. Dignity. <laughs> and so, you know, there's the there's they the must-see. Said, and this is, they said no crossover for you. <laughs> right. We're gonna do we have to do the episode where George pushes the frogger machine across the street. <laughs> uh, so so there's a hurricane and and that's and this is in the days of the must see TV guy who talked like this, who told you what was coming up on must see TV. And then he would do like you know, on the single guy, the hurricane makes things crazy. On Carolyn and the city, look out, the winds are high. No hurricane on Seinfeld. And finally, on Fraser, he just says it really quick. He's like, but no hurricane on Seinfeld. It's not going to work out like that. So sorry, just like, you know, don't freak out when there's no hurricane on Seinfeld, okay? It is very good. It's a it different. It's good. in a different timeline. Uh, so as I was saying about Costco, I I don't really know what is on the Costco menu these days. I think the last time I was there, of course, you get the pizza, you get the the two dogs and a soda, um, and the chicken bake. I think was the most recent menu item when I stopped going to Costco. What is a chicken bake? A chicken bake <laughs> is two thousand calories. Uh-huh. A chicken bake is like it's like a tube. If you imagine a tiny baguette. Like a like a. You're holding up what looks like a very big baguette. If you imagine, how many pizzas? A big baguette is like this big. Put it in calzone terms. No, I'm talking about it's this. It's this. It's the space within my fingers. It's like he's holding up like an eggplant. It's like the size of like a giant breadstick. Okay. Uh, you know, like one of those weird bready breadsticks that they bring you at like a Olive Garden or something. Yeah. And then where does the chicken go? Inside with a creamy ranch dressing. Oh, okay. And that some really good. symbolic vegetables. It is just sort of like the the notion of a vegetable. Yeah, it is One, both a single pea. Yeah, yeah. And, only, and only a princess can taste it in the chicken yeah. bake. It's kind of like a chicken pot pie stick. That sounds like something I dreamed of as a child. It is both profoundly gross and really good. Yeah. Uh, like even I, a man with monstrous appetites, a you know, 215-pound man, uh, I 
struggle to eat a whole chicken bake, <laughs> except for that I also compulsively eat a whole chicken bake. Yeah, it doesn't sound like like you struggle, but you know you have to finish it. I also switched to... You don't to, give yourself the option of not finishing it. <laughs> I switched to a hot dog and a soda, or actually I prefer a Polish, but uh, Polish sausage and a soda... Uh, because it is like significantly less caloric than the chicken bake. I can't remember what the totals were, but I, I, you know, they started putting the calories on the menu and I was like, fuck. And then I started, I was like, here's the thing about Costco though. You just save those calories for later. You yeah. stock up there. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm trying yeah. to eat that. Exactly. That's what you're work doing. Work your way through right. it over the month. I'm trying yeah, sure. to eat that berry like... parfait for one thing. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's on the Costco menu? Did, Emily, do you Costco? <laughs> no, and I should. I'm right there. I live right near one, but uh, I, I, I don't go there very often. Mm-hmm. Well, you live with one other person. And yeah, I live with one other person, but we do we do but we do buy things in bulk. We do poop a lot. <laughs> we poop a lot. Sure. Uh, we make a lot of spills to clean up in the kitchen. Uh, and we do love stiff jeans. <laughs> I love to go to Costco, but I will go I still share a Costco account with my mother, and I don't think I go to Costco more than quarterly. So it is truly I will go to Costco once a quarter and it is like a contest to see how much money I can spend at Costco without buying any miscellany. Like it, you, it has to be from the list. Costco is a siren, is full of siren songs of bullshit. Costco right. wants you to come in for toilet paper and leave with a diamond ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? I only go there for diamond rings. <laughs> I want something. I want to make sure that it is things like I am buying I am buying uh, 20 bananas because I know my family will eat 20 bananas. 20 bananas. I will buy a flat of Atawalfo mangoes, because I know my family will fuck up those mangoes. I'll buy a bag of apples. Is your family monkeys? Yes. <laughs> Chimpanzees, not technically monkeys. They're apes. Tailless. But yes, like, so there's just like, and then I will buy meat. Mm. I will buy meat and wrap it up and put it in the freezer. Sure, yeah. Our, I remember our, uh, I think I, maybe still to this day, our like Christmas roast always comes from Costco. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I bought a Christmas roast at the Costco not long ago. Maybe two Christmases maybe, ago. Sure, yeah. I, I was like going to say two months ago, three Christmas, months ago, Christmas four time. Months ago. <laughs> yeah. I love a ribeye cap. Okay. Are you familiar with that? Uh, I'm not. I don't want to get too into it because we've got a vegetarian here, but it's a beautiful we're, piece we're, of meat. We just talked about a chicken we're, bake we're, for we're pretty far down minutes. We're far down the road on the meat stuff sure. right now. <laughs> anyway, a ribeye cap is a type of meat that they sell at the Costco that is hard to get at a regular store. And uh, I'll, I'll buy six of them, and it, it'll cost $100 or something like that. <laughs> and then I just eat one a month uh, on a special night. Al- uh, with my wife and split it with my wife. Alan's mouth is watering. Oh, yeah. Just uh, hearing about it. Sure, he probably, he's, when he's looking at us and he sees three <laughs> big turkey legs. Um, I, yeah, so my, my memories of Costco, Costco memories, a favorite segment. Yeah. Um, I always, I'm waiting for the theme song. Costco memories. Okay, no hurricane on Costco memories. <laughs> <laughs> Costco memories is skipping the hurricane. Um, uh, so well, Costco memories did make a guest appearance on news radio, <laughs> right? Yeah, They're exactly. fans and they met Phil Sims at the sure. Christmas party. Oh yeah. Um, couldn't wait to work together. Um, I remember, uh, getting samples of bagel dogs, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and just getting a little bite of bagel dog and being very excited about that. 
And also, uh, they had a Super Nintendo set up. So before, uh, you know, so we didn't get one, but I, when I was going to Costco with my parents, I could hang out and play it. You didn't need one. You had no, one No, I had Costco. the one at Costco. My Aunt Debbie uh, lives, shout out to Aunt Debbie, <laughs> lives in Arlington, Virginia, and she's a, a real estate agent. She's a lifestyle transition specialist. Mm-hmm. If anybody in Northern Virginia is looking for a... Uh, is looking for somebody to you know maybe help their parents move into a home or uh, get a smaller home after their kids went away to college. Holler at Debbie Miller. But anyway, my aunt Debbie, she's got one of these big ranch houses, like a classic American. And you know, I grew up in a situation where there was no room for anything in our house. She has, and to this day, I don't. I have a pretty small house. I don't have a lot of room for stuff. And. Especially in the freezer. We got a small, you know, top and bottom refrigerator freezer. The freezer is always full of like whatever chicken soup that I made or something. And when I get to the Costco, I just think about that big side by side refrigerator freezer that Aunt Debbie's got in Virginia. And I think she probably has one of those bucket freezers or whatever those are called where they stand alone, you know, and you put oh, stuff in yeah. it so that when you shoot an elk, you can put all the, <laughs> the whole thing eat in. it all year long. And like, God, the lifestyle where you have just like a big ass Costco bag of like frozen Texas toast <laughs> or like Ling Ling pot stickers or like where you buy ice cream treats at Costco or like fucking Frozen confections of have, another. I don't type. like how you're looking have at me you, right now. Have <laughs> you had dinner? Yeah. You haven't eaten yet tonight. <laughs> right? Like that kind of uh, like profligacy and bounty yeah. is so sure. incredible to, to just me. Be like, I'm good for a while. I also sure. associate it when with the, people. The shit could go down. Yeah, yeah, I also associate it with people who have like a little refrigerator, not like the tiny kind, but the like small, the kind that's maybe three feet tall. Yeah. That. Just has drinks in it. Oh yeah, just like, like a drink, a drink fridge. And you're like, where did those drinks even come from? You carried those home from the. Gr- and then you're like, no, I am in the suburbs. They put them in a in a suburban. Yeah, drove them t- directly to their refrigerator, filled the refrigerator with diet cokes. Oh, what a beautiful thing that is! It's amazing to me. We had, uh, we always as a kid, we I a thing my family shares. Um, you know, and I think sometimes we have a hard time as a family finding common ground about stuff. But I think one thing that we all share is we hate diet soda, <laughs> but we always had a couple in the fridge in case Auntie Sandra came over. Oh, <laughs> she loved Diet Coke. She had to have her Diet Coke. She had one in the morning. She had one at night. That's that a that's a classic thing to have in the fridge. Yeah. Oh, a couple my, of Diet Cokes for Auntie Sandra. My Aunt Deb, not to be con- confused <laughs> with my Aunt Debbie. I love you, yeah. Uh, she was she was a big. By diet. the way, this is uh, Aunt Talk. <laughs> Aunt Talk. Aunt Diet Dr Pepper uh. drinker, big Diet Dr Pepper drinker. Mm-hmm. And when I would go over, she'd give me a Diet Dr Pepper because she just had a fridge full. Oh, that was living. Also, didn't really have soda at my house. Emily, any ants? I do have some ants. Uh, we never really stored things in the fridge for them. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you're fucking up the segment. You're fucking up the segment. But I they will store say... things in the fridge for you. <laughs> Uh, well, when every, when we used to do Christmas at my parents' house, we would, uh, every year my aunt Shirley would bring, uh, for dessert, Jello. She had a Jello brain mold. It was like the shape of a human brain. And she would make, uh, it would be like some kind of strawberry Jello and she would put milk in it so that it actually looked like a brain. 
Yes. So I guess she would have to keep that in the fridge until it was time for us to eat okay. it. So we, okay. We just get left yes. her some room for the brain, <laughs> and uh, it never really lost its charm. Oh, but you know what? You, Emily, uh, grew up not that far from the other kind of food profligacy and bounty that enchants me more than any other, which is a supermarket called the Berkeley Bowl in Berkeley, oh, California. Yeah. Where last time I was there, they had four different kinds of satsumas. Mm. The variety of citrus available at this rundown hanger of a grocery (laughs) store. We never really shopped there. But I will say the Bay Area, we had – there was this one – thing that we always had in our freezer that me and my siblings recently were talking about it and we were like what was that and it was like our parents would keep it in the freezer it was these like packages of like some kind of chocolate mint soy milk slushy thing that was maybe the best thing I've ever tasted it was like this very distinctive flavor and I was asking my brother about it recently and he went down this crazy rabbit hole where he eventually found deep in an Amazon review for a different soy milk product (laughs) someone basically telling this exact same story of them having a memory a very distinct flavor memory of this type of slushy soy milk that they would keep in the freezer and then doing a bunch of research and figuring out that that company was bought by this company and this product basically tastes exactly the same and this is the actual product. We still haven't bought it, but I really want to. What was the original product? uh, It was like West Soy was the company. I don't okay. remember what it was called, but it came in these little, like, uh, seafoam green pouches. Right, and it had pictures of the bear and steam bears on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Remember? <laughs> I think that, like, the central insight, as someone who grew up, like, my mom's apartment, the nearest grocery store was a was a co-op grocery store, was a natural foods grocery store called Rainbow Grocery. Right. And uh, so that was where we walked to and back to get our groceries. And... It was great. Yeah, it was good. Good food. No complaints overall, except that I think that the one insight that Whole Foods had was not that uh, people who have decided to eat that kind of food uh, will just pay any price for it no matter what. Like there's no reason for it to be a co-op or to keep costs down or whatever. Generally speaking, those people were all already rich. That's how they ended up deciding that. Most of them are not people who like just live nearby as I was. <laughs> um, but the other thing that Whole Foods, I think, had an insight was like people who are eating these whatever these days, quinoa foods or whatever – the, in those days, it was it was uh, uh, it was carob, um, yeah. But like Ugh. those people don't they don't want to eat your garbage soy treats. They just want a more fancier version of regular ice of cream. regular ice cream. Like they want the whole point for them. Like the difference between that co op that that weird co op grocery store customer base who were trying to buy uh, bulk carob chips and the Whole Foods customer base is basically the Whole Foods customer base wants to buy a $12 dessert. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, that's why I'm here. Like I'm willing to pay extra for my milk so that I can be in a grocery store where there are crazy ass treats. And now that I'm an adult, 
I want to pay three times as much for the worst kinds of groceries. <laughs> That's yes. my whole, I want spoiled milk and I'm going to pay $500 for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the classic progression. Yeah. I mean, pff, we're just at that point in our lives, right, guys? I was allowed to get one of anything when I went to the grocery store with my mom. And <laughs> would you ever get like a spatula? Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing. There was no good thing. I'll take one shelving unit. <laughs> there was not a good thing available at Rainbow Grocery. In the, at Rainbow Grocery. What, like was... what about a fruit leather? Yeah, so that's where you're oh, at. Fruit leather fruit is leather. literally was the top of yeah. the pile. I, I like would the get a fruit, fruit leather. leather. Maybe not the taste, but it's fun to nom on. You I know? mean, I don't hate fruit leather. I'm not saying it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not really good. Sure. I remember just begging my mom to get me squeeze-its. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. If I could have gone to a grocery store that even had squeeze-its, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, it's not like my mom was like anti-sugar cereal or something. She just, just not available wanna... within walking distance, and we didn't have a car. Uh, squeeze it in the freezer. Ooh, yeah, it's a, it's a fun treat. Oh, shit, what if you had a chocolate? Mint soy squeeze it. That's a day. I, I know that I didn't really sell that, but it really was exquisite. It's funny because <laughs> you you really saying good. that made me think of like a, a, a of some kind of drink that they had at the Rainbow Grocery when I was a kid that was chocolate soy flavored, malted. Maybe it might it might even have been. Uh, I think it was a drink that we just put in the freezer that we weren't supposed to. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think then that might I be think it. you have fond memories of it, and I have like revulsive <laughs> memories of it. I feel like we grew up in an era where a lot of more things were malted. What's malted these days? Basically nothing. I love just malt. whoppers. I'll tell you this: as a guy yeah, who loves it's a malt, fun flavor. It's kind of hard even to get malt powder these sure, days. Sure. Yeah. I got to go to this. I had to go to the. The Smart and Final. Can I ask what is a malt powder made of? Malt. What is malt? Bones. <laughs> oh, no. Ground up bones. Yeah. I got to make a phone call. <laughs> Man, when I was like... Uh... It's soy milk, but it has bones in it. It's yeah. for no one. <laughs> when I was at uh, college, mm-hmm. maybe freshman, sophomore mm-hmm. year of college... Oh, UC Santa Cruz? It's UC Santa Cruz. Shout out to UC Santa Cruz. Um, we all went there. We all went, we there. All went there. Are you our first B plus students? <laughs> B plus students. Uh, are you? Is Emily our first person who's been to college? Am I the first banana slug on the show? Gene. We've had our yeah. friend Gene on. Okay. Friends, uh, besides friends of ours from college, well, of course, we've had Maya Rudolph many times. <laughs> no, Maya Rudolph, not been on the show. That'd be great. <laughs> Maya, if you're out there, would love to have you. Um, what what dorm were you in? I was in college ten, and then I uh, my senior year, I I did a paper transfer to Porter. Yeah, that meant nothing, but I just got to apply for some money. <laughs> Shouts the fuck out to mm-hmm. Porter College. So when I was in college, I was at you know how you go out to a diner with your friends, you know, sure, and you're with fun a, times. And uh, we were there, and my friend Ben. Uh, who was on the Secret World of Alex Mack? That was like his Ooh, claim. Who to was fame. he on the Secret World of Alex like Mack? Like a neighbor or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had been he like played I'm the, talking he played about the puddle, right? Yeah. From like ages <laughs> like turned into yeah. ten to thirteen or something like that. Oh man. Anyway, I, I'm surprised I, I didn't hear about that guy because that is the type of guy that I would have heard about. Yeah, having gone there, well, someone he, who was involved in SNCC. Yeah, <laughs> he had two. Did any of the Midnight Society go to our uh, go to our college? He had two claims to fame. He had been on the Secret World for, of Alex Mack, and he had a highway legal Vespa. Mm. The very committed mod, I guess. No, sure. they have Lambrettas. 
I think Some kind of hardcore guy. Skin, yeah. yeah, anyway. So Ben had never had a malt. And we found this out. We're like, because we're all talking about milkshakes. We're at this diner. Think about ordering a milkshake. We're like, man, you should get a malt, dude. Malts are good. You've never had one before? You should get a malt. The poor guy ordered a strawberry malt, Mm -hmm. which is gross. (laughs) And then he's like, malts are gross. And we're like, yeah, it's just that. Why didn't you? We didn't have time to tell you not to get a strawberry malt. Why didn't you? Yeah, you should have stopped him. But we, it was one of those things. The, the waitress, it all ha- the waitress it all is moving so around better. so fast. Yeah. It wasn't I, that we threw things. him under the bus. We just didn't have time to. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know. Maybe I've never t- had that. Yeah. I, maybe it's is that, fine. Is he doing that on purpose? Is that something oh. his mom liked? Yeah. Is that something his mom liked? I don't know. Sometimes... There's definitely something Freudian about this. Oh, right. Sure. He, was, he wasn't breastfed long yeah. enough, so he ordered strawberry malts. Sometimes it's a common, it... a common problem. Sometimes if I'm making a smoothie in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, I'll put a banana, frozen banana in there, put some milk in there. AM smoothie. Put in mm-hmm. some uh, protein powder. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, you know what? A couple of pot stickers, chicken, <laughs> chicken bake. Uh, Daddy deserves some frozen more. frozen novelties, <laughs> some dilly bars. Daddy deserves and, uh, some diet Dr Pepper and for, a couple of diet Dr Pepper. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put some malt in there, and that's 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 the life, my friend. Sounds that's like a life. fun banana morning. malt is a great malt. Sounds like a fun morning. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Emily Heller. It's fine. Yeah. You don't have to have a nickname. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a. Were those nick? Those were titles. Uh, no, uh, right, yeah, it's exactly. They're military <laughs> titles. My title is that we got for military service. <laughs> uh, Jordan, we, yes. Guess what? The summer boys. Wait, I haven't su- guessed yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Summer Boys of Summer Tour is coming to your town. Yes. If you live in a short one of list the towns of towns, medium list to. of towns, long for us. Sure. What are we looking at? Chicago, Illinois, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, Brooklyn, New York City, Boston, Massachusetts, Washington, the District of Columbia, and Austin. Jordan, that's in Texas, the state. <laughs> it sure is. Texas, more estate now than it's ever been. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, starting on June 12th all Getting the way through every June 29th. You can see those dates at MaximumFun.org slash Summer Boys of Summer. We got a bunch of fun guests who you have heard on the show before. We got those riff tracks in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. All three of them, baby. Yeah, that's right. We got Mike, too. Mike, Bill. And Kevin. Kevin. I almost said Tom because his name was Tom Servo on Mystery Science Theater. <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't do that. What a fucking dork move that would have been, huh? Yep. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Um, Courtney Anlow from uh, Trends Like These uh, in Chicago. We already got booked. We've Austin, got... Texas, June 29th. Griffin and Rachel McElroy. Yeah, we got uh, Ted Leo coming to our show in uh, New York City and, and uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, okay, great. Yeah, maybe you heard of him, Teddy Rockstar. I have. Washington D.C. Glenn Weldon. Oh, G Dubs, uh, and more to come. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really really fun tour. It's the first time we have done this in quite some time, and uh, would love to see you out there. We're also booking a Los Angeles show that's around the corner, and there is a Judge John Hodgman live show in Los Angeles, June sixth. At the Regent 
Theater. Lots of fun chances. All of this is going to be, this is the first time, Jordan, that you and I have gone on tour in how long? A, a, a long time. I think we did Eight it with years or something. You look nice today. Yeah. No. No. We that did was one. The last. We did one with stop podcasting yourself. Mm-hmm. Like two years after that. So that would be like nine years ago. <laughs> Listen, we're doing it now. We'll probably never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're, you're going to wait till the next one, we're not successful. This won't be profitable it won't for us. Go well. Have you seen the movie Old Dogs? Is it going to be like that? Oh, yeah. I call... Or Wild Hogs. William H. Macy. Is it the one where they're riding... What's the one where they're riding motorcycles? Yeah, that's Wild Hogs or Old Dogs. <laughs> I think that's Cool Frogs. <laughs> cool Frogs. Is it Eggnogs? Eggnogs, yes, exactly. Eggnogs. Uh, I would definitely see a movie called Eggnogs, no matter what it was about. Oh, it's Here gonna come be these great. nogs. Yeah, we're going to have cool guests at every single one of these shows. We're just add them, we're to add them on while we add them on, but you better buy your tickets now or else you're going to be ass out. Yeah. Uh, June 12th... We're starting there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, going all the way to Austin on the 29th of June. There's going to be a lot of fun summer props and theming. We know you like theming. Are we going to have props? (laughs) Yeah, right? Didn't Brian say he's going to have props? Brian's nodding. Yeah, Yeah, Brian's making props. Holy shit, Brian. I'm going to get some props. Oh, cool. Like a a blow-up palm tree or something. That's exactly what I was just going to guess. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Hey, Jordan, props over there. Props to Brian. <laughs> oh, my god! And we'll be flying everywhere on a propeller plane. <laughs> I thought you were going to ride motorcycles. Man. Oh, yeah, we are. Because we're the eggnogs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those eggnogs always <laughs> revving up their Harleys. We are. Born to be all... wild. It's the one about Santa on vacation and he takes a motorcycle ride <laughs> during the summer because yeah. he's got time off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's got big guns, too. <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, though, this <laughs> this is bucks. a very exciting – this is very exciting for us. We, we love to get out and shake hands with everybody. <laughs> and um, we're going to be wearing Big Dogs T-shirts mm-hmm. at every stop. I'm going to be wearing a Big Johnson T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That Man, should be our theme. Uh, like the funny, <laughs> funny nineties, funny nineties, like fun fat guy t-shirts. <laughs> You're not the lead dog. The view never changes. Yeah, just like shirts <laughs> that people would wear in a pool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you were embarrassed to go in a pool with your shirt off, you had a shirt that said uh, uh, second place is the first loser." <laughs> a little classic wisdom mm-hmm. from the big dog. Man, shirts were aggressive. I know. When we were kids. Shirts were in your fucking face. Man, the Ma- Summer Boys of Life Tour is the Summer Boys of the Summer Boys of God damn it. Okay. Edit this out. No, no, edit it out. No, no, no. The Summer Boys of Summer Tour is life. Everything else is just details. Yeah. <laughs> Christ is Lord. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're gonna. This is like this is a f- big fucking deal for us. It's I had fun. to. I had to go through a fucking like uh, Camp David level negotiations with my wife to put together a tour this big. Uh, for many, many, many years, uh, Jordan has had inflexible work that does not allow us to plan a tour like this. Uh, Jordan has has his wild and free lifestyle right now, so we finally have like a window where we can do this. We are pumped to do it, and um, like this is very exciting for us. It's very exciting for Brian. Brian hasn't left the house 
in months other than to come here to do this show. And in fact, yeah. I'm a little worried he's living here. And he's, uh, I mean, he's finally found a use for those blow-up palm trees he's been hoarding. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, what is he using them for? Oh, I don't know. Brian, you fucking those? <laughs> Let us know, baby. <laughs> he's, been, he's been eating the coconuts. <laughs> Uh, so please come out to these fucking shows. Don't miss them. And then call us and do, well, how come you're never coming to Austin? Te-? Yeah, we just came to Austin, Texas, asshole. We're just there. Here's the here's the. We impo- saw a movie at the Draft House. We're coming to many of your towns. Mm-hmm. Most towns. Minneapolis and Chicago. If we're not at your town, we're in driving distance from your town or a short flight. On a propeller airplane. Take a flight to see us. Take the the Amtrak up to Washington, D.C. Atlanta. Yeah, if you're in Maine. Come on, Tallahassee. Jump in a puddle jumper. Yeah. Grab a a puddle jumper. Sure. That's one of those pontoon airplanes. Hop in a quick hovercraft. God. You know what? You know why I recommend a puddle jumper above all else? Hmm. You might meet that hot babe pilot from Northern Exposure. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I'll take your word for she it. She was super foxy. Sure. Wait, who was the pilot? The, oh, it was the like lady the main... was always wearing a leather jacket and was really pretty. The main like love interest yeah. on that. Yeah, the yeah, main yeah, love yeah. interest. Yeah, I think he had a couple. I think they like got together and then broke up at, for the last Some point, six yeah. years of it or something. But yeah, <laughs> no hurricane on Northern Exposure. <laughs> You can find all those tour dates at MaximumFun.org slash SummerBoysOfSummer. Ticket links are all up. All the tickets are on sale now, except for Los Angeles. We are finalizing those details now. And we are, I don't know, fingers crossed for one Northern California day, but we're not sure. We're not sure. Maybe. We're going to try and fit in Northern California. We hear you that you want us to come Mm -hmm. up there. We want to come up there. Look, we're banana slugs, just like Emily Heller. Yeah. I also, Those redwoods are calling. I also want to mention. <laughs> they, they call to me. Their ancient wisdom calls to me. I also want to mention uh, at the Put This On Get Shop. Hi, check me out, they say. <laughs> it is uh, spring drop month. I have not put anything I had not put anything new into the Put This On Shop, just building up new inventory uh, uh, all year long until this month. And every Wednesday, we're dropping new stuff at the Put This On Shop. That's at putthisonshop.com. We've got some uh, cool vintage accessories and clothing up this week, and I think next week is going to be cufflinks. I'm not sure. Anyway, putthisonshop.com. You looked at me like I knew. Yeah. yeah you're, <laughs> you do the merchandising for the store. Right, yeah. Visual merchandising. Okay, we'll be back in just a second. I'll draw that. Love love It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Emily Heller, guest. Okay, so Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. This poor man has been buried under a pile of mail such as not existed since Fonzie left Happy Days. <laughs> he just has that. like a snorkel sticking out of it. Yeah. Yeah. He. It is... And it's because it's because of this, Emily. Uh, some weeks ago on this program, we introduced the question of how many of our listeners were named Bronson. <laughs> that, that naturally led immediately to the question of how many list, how many of our listeners had been on Jeopardy. Uh-huh. This, in turn, led to the question of how many of our listeners had a fez. 
<laughs> that led to how many of our listeners had worn bowling shoes not for bowling. Then we ended up with how many of our listeners had been in a cover band. <laughs> and that immediately led to how many of our listeners had been in a real submarine. Right. Um, it turns out it's a it's a classic one two three four five six seven. Yeah. Emily, I want to I, I want to ask you. So I think kind of what we're doing here is an exercise in kind of trying to like figure out the audience. Yeah. Uh, do could you do this to Baby Geniuses listeners? Do you think you could say like how many of you? We could we could I could, you could get a sizable chunk who have done X who have or done who X. have X. For, for a while, we were asking if anyone was a teen or a cop. <laughs> <laughs> or a teen cop in a and, hilarious and, 90s movie <laughs> starring uh, Wesley well, Snipes. And we got a few emails from both, and uh, several of them were definitely fake. <laughs> so what I can you hope do? we haven't had any fake calls for this segment. You, Although and, and, some of the fake teens were cops, right? <laughs> right, trying and to buy we drugs like, from you. You yeah. have to tell us, and they were like, "That's not actually true." <laughs> uh, it's nice that they admitted it's yeah. not actually yeah. true before you got yourself in trouble. Uh, but other than that, no, we just ask people to send us pictures of their butts, and they do that more more than you'd think they would. <sighs> oh my! So many butt yeah. pics. We get a lot of butt pics. Clothed butts? No, no, naked butts. Nude butts? butts? Um, and then sometimes wearing underwear, too. Okay. Sometimes they'll paint their butts. Sometimes oh. they'll draw pictures on their butts. That's nice. Sometimes they'll be like, I got a huge bruise. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's wow. like if you're going on what they call the bruise cruise. Sure. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, and they say, I was cruising for a bruising and mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got what was due. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's really nice. That really reflects the intimacy of the relationship between a podcaster and their audience. And yeah. I gotta say, so far... I haven't seen a single butt pic where I was like, that's a gross butt. They've Every, been pretty good really? butts. Everyone, I've been like, wow, butts are everyone's best feature. Besides the obvious, what <laughs> would, I mean, there's one thing that yeah. would make any butt gross, but. <laughs> yeah, which is mm-hmm. being too Active. tan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no one has sent us a picture of themselves in the middle of pooping, <laughs> which I'm truly grateful for <laughs> every uh, day of my how, life. How do they. Get these pictures to you. Email? They email it to oh, us. Okay. Do, you have uh, a, it? do you have a butt address? Specific butt address? No, it's just our regular uh, babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Just send wow. us pictures of your We can give butts. you a maximum butt address if you want one. <laughs> no, you've had that one for 10 years, but um, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what if people painted on their butts? Uh, it's hard to remember. Sometimes people have painted like Lisa-specific things like her art, or they'll just say, hello, babies. Mm-hmm. on it um sometimes they'll just have they'll be like w- i was drawing on my butt anyway and i realized this would be the right time to send <laughs> right. you a picture so it won't be related to the podcast what, at all what do they, you know why they would what are you drawing on your butt for some sort of performance well, just maybe like sort of... in college drunk with their friends okay, just sort of like sure. what if we did this i don't know or maybe they're being photographed for the sports illustrated swimsuit sure. issue and it's one of those uh, painted on swimsuits. That listen, hasn't happened yet. <laughs> listen, we all had different college experiences. Some of us painted our butts and some of us got a strawberry malt. Yep. <laughs> it's a range of experiences. Yeah. But all 100% than. at UC Santa Cruz. They all, yes, all of this is happening at UC Santa Cruz. <laughs> all of these things any given, happened at any on a given, unicycle. <laughs> any given moment. Um, oh, that's interesting. So, you know, your listeners are, you, if you could, they are... They are maybe not teens and cops as much as you would like, but they are yeah. butt exhibitionists. Yes. Butt submissionists. Um, and some of them have said, like, I've been 
working up the courage to do this for three years. Wow. To send you a butt. And we we always appreciate it. And I just wanted to, this is unrelated, but I'm pretty sure Alan farted and I'm really sorry. Because so, <laughs> we're in a very small room. Oh, yeah. There it and, is. There's uh, that dog fart. There's that dog fart. And yesterday he farted so bad that uh, he buried his head in a pillow on the couch. And I'm not sure if it was from shame or Aww. so that he wouldn't smell it anymore. Aww, who dealt it? Who dealt it? You dealt it. I'm really sorry. We're yeah, opening the door and, and airing it out. I just wanted, I'm, really, I just got this dug so people wouldn't know that I farted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has to go everywhere with me. Uh, he really freaks out if I leave him. Uh, so we promised Jordan. He has to come to Taco Bell with me. We promised Jordan. Well, Brian, I want to check in. I did that mean voice for you. I didn't mean to. I want to check in <laughs> no, with yeah, you. No, yeah, that's, that's I, what I sound like, I though. I felt bad. <laughs> It was, what not, are it was we, not aggressive. What are what are our what what was the big movement in this in this past week as the stragglers came in? Was it continued to be primarily people who have worn drug rugs? Uh, yeah, we uh, we actually had a strong showing from the drug rugs in their fourth week. Wait, what's a drug rug? Uh, a, a, a like a woven poncho like sweatshirt. Oh, okay, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Baja. <laughs> yeah. yeah. More drug rugs than any of the old ones. Like speaking four, of UC Santa Cruz. Yeah, speaking four, of UC Santa Cruz. Four drug rugs, one bowling shoe guy, and one fez guy. Uh, stragglers. Um, so we're in week two of the. Are sub- you just like polling guys I used to date? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> we're we're uh, we're in week two of the sub versus uh, cover band battle, and the subs uh, are just. Killing it again. Yeah. Uh, 58 subs this week wow. and uh, 13 cover bands, including one Green Day uh, only cover band. Is there's just like one submarine that everyone gets to tour? That's like you go on a school trip or something. You know, That's yeah, probably it, seems it right? To be field trips. I mean, I think it's a combination of like, you know, people in our audience, you know, uh, they are of the age where they went to a lot of like submarines on school trips. Right. And also, I think we do probably have a lot of military history nerds. Right. So, yeah. yeah these are a combination of those things. Active military. Or active right. military. Sure. Yeah. We've had, we definitely had a couple of those. Uh, so this week, the best, the best one was a guy who went to a, he went on a sub, uh, in between shows. Like he went this week with his G.I. Joe photo group. And he, they take like military photos dressed up like GI Joes. Like one runs roadblock and yeah, one that's what he snake said. eyes and one's yeah, yeah. Lady J. Yeah. I know more GI Joes. GI Joe goes. Yeah, that was pretty I solid. Yeah, thank you. I'm surprised. I'm surprised as you are. <laughs> I was already thinking of Masters of the Universe. I'm like, uh, and Moss Man, uh, Mechanic. <laughs> um, I'm interested though that the photo, the, the photography is central to it. That's the part that is like, were he here, I would be interested. It's not just that he has like a, a club where they all dress up like G.I. Joe's mm-hmm. or even a club where they all dress up like G.I. Joe's and go to like G.I. Joe conventions or regular nerd conventions that are general interest. But they're like a group of G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe's like all the bad guys, like those pe- like people who are in a stormtrooper club. I like that they're a photo club where it's just like their thing is. Well, what if a bunch of G.I. Joes went to the Grand Canyon? Here's this the is thing. what it would yeah. look like. This is why I can't be on Instagram is because I just see too many people dressed up like G.I. Joes. And I think yeah. my life's not good. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why can't I want that? I want that. <laughs> Aunt Debbie does that. I want to be Sar- like, I want to be Arch- yeah. Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> At the Super Bloom. At the Super Bloom. <laughs> yeah. So with Cobra Commander. So, Jordan, you yes. mentioned that you had an idea. Yes. I mean, it's kind of related to what we've been talking about, actually. Okay. Of like, I mean, again, I mean, I don't know that there's any beating sub. It's just such a, it's, it's been such a phenomenon for this. 
Um, is the goal now to come up with something that will beat that? Well, I mean, what are we doing? What are the rules? Are we starting over? Are we we're starting, starting a new over? Round? I think we're starting a new round because the reality was the submarine was so powerful, mm-hmm. like an actual submarine. <laughs> yeah, powerful. <laughs> yeah, um, it was deadly, but not silent. Sure, yeah. Unlike Alan, like, yeah. <laughs> <It was> both. <laughs> um, here's here's mine, and, and th- you know what? This might beat submarine, uh-huh. but. I think it'll at least at least give us a new kind of jumping off point. Okay. How many people mm-hmm. in our audience have worn a costume as part of a date, not on Halloween? Worn a costume. A costume as, as part, part of, of a, a date. date. Not how many people have done some sort of romantic Ooh. activity where you have to wear where a you costume. have to wear a costume. Well, that's just every person in our audience that goes to the Renaissance Fair, isn't it? Well, I mean, that doesn't have to be necessarily as a date. That you go to the Renaissance Fair? Yeah. I think a vast majority of the people who go to the Renaissance Fair. Well, you're there to fuck. I are, mean, obviously, yeah. uh, naturally. <laughs> in a lot you know, of ways. You don't, you don't see those big turkey legs and not get horny. <laughs> in a lot of ways, the idea that people are at the Renaissance Fair to fuck mm-hmm. is the premise of this show. <laughs> <laughs> of this podcast? To the extent that it has yeah. a premise. Right. Uh, <laughs> I would be interested to I would be interested to hear, you know, and I think this includes the G.I. Joe photo groups of the world. This includes a rent fair date. This includes a Santa Con. Okay. Santa Con is a good example. I have a I have a technical Please. question. Yes, of course. That's what we're here for. Um does like laser tag count? Because you're wearing like a vest oh, and you're kind of dressed yeah. up like a but it's not really a costume. Is a is that equipment or a costume? I think in that that's a I mean and that's a great question. I think that I think in that case it is equipment. Okay. But I mean, do you are are you wearing additional shit to laser tag that's that a they good, don't yeah. rent you? Yes. I So yeah. it's just not stuff that like you get at the thing. Well, but also there is this one thing that you can do in Japan where you ride go-karts around the city and you wear like Mario costumes. Yeah. If and you're so doing that, that romantically. And that's a full costume, so sure. I feel like that would count. That seems like a, that's definitely something you do to fuck. <laughs> right. So I think that's in. I'm just get by that blue shell. <laughs> okay, so I, I think SantaCon is going to come item, up big. Very cheap item. <laughs> but not any kind of practical outfit. Like, not like if you go to play roller hockey and both people are wearing hockey ch- Yeah, sweaters. I mean, I think like sports games don't count if you wear like jerseys of your favorite you know, yeah, you should probably person. don't count anything where if you were there and you called it a costume, someone would be like costume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think I think people I, our audience knows what a costume. Yeah. What is. if some of our listeners are Victorian quarters and they're wearing bathing costumes? Sure. Yeah, I think that works. OK. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dickens Fair. Right. Have you been romantically yeah. to the Dickens Fair? Yeah, I think this could beat submarine. I don't think you're wrong. I about don't know that. that it'll beat sub, but I think it's a good if we're starting anew with okay. something that is strong. I'm going to give a classic mm-hmm. to contrast with it. Please. Uh, this is a, this is one that I learned from, and in many ways, I th- I think we mentioned this the first time, but mm-hmm. in many ways, this segment inspired by the Upright Citizens Brigade and their famous show Ass Cat. Uh, they will sometimes poll the audience just to mm-hmm. find out what kind of people are in the house. Mm-hmm. And the classic question that they ask, that the original four like to ask, is uh, how many people have been on an elephant? Mm. 
So I'm going to put up been on an elephant. They often accompany that with how many people have been on an elephant or been hit on by Andy Dick. <laughs> uh, surprisingly often, Andy Dick wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I want to hear how many Jordan Jesse Go listeners have been an, on an audience in addition to how many- On an elephant. On a, yes, thank you. <laughs> how many in our audience have been on an elephant uh, in addition to how many have worn a costume- on a date. What about, can married couple, what about date night for married couples? Yeah, if, if part of your date night includes dressing up as. See, um, because, but then you're getting into like, then you're, then you're getting into like just people who share a hobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why is that, why is that bad? Like, wait, so you think that a date only counts if you. If there's a chance I you don't have it in like, common, yeah. for the for there to be one person juice, has to not like it <laughs> for the costume to be to have juice. Uh-huh. I feel like a married couple date is a different kind of thing. That's more just like an activity. Like I do lots of activities uh, with my wife. Speak for yourself. Some married people have very romantic dates. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I don't I, make every night date night, Jesse. And I'll have then, you know, my husband hates wearing costumes. <laughs> <laughs> What about but, and when you guys go out, he always dresses up like your favorite American gladiator laser <laughs> yes. because he loves you. Yes, that's what love is, Jesse. <laughs> Sub question though: yes. How do we define for a married couple? This is different than a question about uh-huh. a summary. Yes, okay. This feels like a deep question. This is actually technically a hoagie question. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, our, our friends in New England. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do we define and and I'm looking at you, Emily, because you're a married woman, as yes. as as am I a married man. I don't think ever anyone's ever referred to me as a married woman before. But you are. Yeah, it just sounded weird. Anyway, it's cool. It's cool yeah. to be married. Trust <laughs> I'm me. I'm a married woman. You're supposed we to get say to that go to in Costco. Costco. I'm a married woman. I'm gonna have a drink of cola. <laughs> I want to know how do we draw the line between just a regular activity. And a date for the married couple because I feel like uh, here's here it's I feel more like... clear. I've... I'm worried we're going to get people who are like, oh yeah, my husband and I were both in the in the church Christmas show. Here's what I think I, because I don't know about you, but for us, we will say like it's a date night, right? If we're gonna like mm-hmm. explicitly like it's not just like we're gonna go see a movie. It's like we're gonna have a date night. Like let's have a date. So I think. If you're that kind of couple, like, you know when you're delineating if it's a date or not a date. So what I'm saying is just, like, if you're just, just like— Just honor code yourself. If that. you and your husband are just both into Civil War re- reenacting <laughs> and just, like, when the Civil re- War reenactment thing happens, you go out and camp out for the day or whatever. Yeah. And you both wear the costume— you know whether or not that's a date. And as you can tell from the skepticism in my voice, that's probably not yeah. a date. But— if you guys go, why can't that be a date? What? Why is that not a date? Very often when I'm hanging out with my husband, I'm like, I don't want to be weird, but like, is this a, this date? a date? I'm sorry, I just <laughs> we you gotta know, get clarity in our terms. <laughs> no, but I I know what you mean. Because you said hang out, but what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean, right, Emily? You understand know, the distinction I, I I'm trying to draw. I understand the distinction, and I think that we should just like, yeah, it's not like walking to the farmer's market. That's not a fucking date. Yeah. It's if you know. Although please let us, although please let us know if you wear costumes to the farmer's market. <laughs> it's just a fun a fun side bet but we yeah, can have on this. You know whether it's a date or not. I'm one of those purple cauliflowers. <laughs> I'm an expensive bag of almonds. 
So Emily, you th- it just Almonds does in, does farmers market intentional romance? Does that does that feel like an appropriate standard? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think yeah, it should be like it's a thing we are doing together mm-hmm. as a couple because of being a couple. Because like I I don't want to be clear. You know, you mentioned you have romance with your husband. Yes. And I, as a married person, too, also have romance with your husband. Yeah. He's it's, really into you. It, but it's about, like, <laughs> My husband is Alan the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Who just farted. <laughs> okay, so been on an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking about a live elephant, a mm-hmm. real live yeah, not elephant. Not a lot of wiggle room there. Not just Thumper, the uh, mascot of the Oakland Athletics. <laughs> sure. If you fuck yeah. We've all Listen, fucked we've Thumper. We've all. Listen. Once you see those sunglasses on an elephant, you can't help but get horny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the folks at home, Emily tipped her shades. Very cool. Yeah. It's like when you say, don't think about an elephant, and then you come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) You're awesome, Emily. Um, uh, Can I ask you guys one uh, mascot related question? Sure. So 206 984 4 is the telephone number, or jjgo at maximumfun.org is the email address. Either one of those will work. Tell us if you have been on a live elephant, on top of a live elephant. You don't have to have driven it somewhere, but just not, you don't have to be a member of the Mongol horde. <laughs> but if you've been on an elephant, or if you have worn a costume on a date uh, that is not a Halloween date. Uh, those are our two categories. Oh, can I, can I say something real quick? Uh, yeah. Can people not do both? Because I can't get a good count if people yeah. are emailing and calling. So I'm One not sure other. if people ever doubled up. But. Choose a fucking medium, people. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you th- what do you think you are? What if you went on a romantic elephant ride? We're all dressed up <laughs> in a costume. As an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Just to pretty... mess with its head. Whoa, I'm you, but I'm riding you. God, I'd love to see Thumper riding an elephant. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. So here's my question mm-hmm. about mascots. Yes. I mean, you guys are not, I don't know about you, Emily, but I'm. You, maybe you're not a sports nut. No, I'm not. <laughs> you guys have been. How? D- no, I'm not. You guys have seen mascots, seen what they do. Yeah. Does it seem like there's too much pelvic thrusting in today's mascots? That seems to be like not one, enough. Of the, one of their top moves. They have like a hoop around their penis region or vagina region. Right. And then they thrust it at people who don't should not be assaulted in that manner. Here, I think that you are sexualizing them unnecessarily. Are they just doing a fun dance? If you're in a costume like that and the hula hoop is the only thing with a real amount of motion to it, of course you're going to wiggle the the hula hoop because they're far away from a lot of people. They've got to just be like... It's got to read. It's got to read. they should do something to stabilize the genital region (laughs) and accentuate a different region like the tummy. Jesse, are you uncomfortable with how much jacking off to gritty you do? (laughs) What could it... Just let's go, man. Jack off the gritty, man. I'm 2019. That's like the whole thing about 2019. Like, remember when? Remember when Jennifer (laughs) Lopez came out and everybody was like, "Let's talk about big butts." (laughs) When Jennifer Lopez came out, (laughs) like when she got famous, yeah, everyone was like, "Big butts are the new thing." Now. Jacking off to gritty is a new <laughs> yeah. thing. It's normal. It's it a pretty is, big butt, too. Yeah. Remember it, when everybody was into Dragon's fucking cars? <laughs> I'd say they still are. 2014 or so. Yeah, that's, that's timeless, though. Yeah, like that's cats. true. Musical. Um, now and forever. I think that they know what they're doing. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's like you can't get 
the fans worked up if you don't use your pelvis. Without sexuality. That's what Elvis taught us. Well, I, I don't think it's sexual. Elvis the pelvis story. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the ice Oh, my God. Is that why he named himself Elvis? Yeah. Because he moved his pelvis? I think so. That bastard. Who are we talking about? Elvis Starkel? I'm talking about Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh, Elvis Presley? Not familiar with him. <laughs> um, Is he, he related was... to Elvis Stoiko, the ice dancer? Uh, yeah, they're brothers. Okay. <laughs> so that's the same, <laughs> same first name. name. And different last names. <laughs> <laughs> we should explain they're Japanese. Right. Okay. Um, we have a very special phone call. Yeah. Don't let's we? Hear, let's hear this phone call. Hey, this is Alex from Ontario, California. I'm calling about two notifications I had this week. The first is I met Jordan at work. I was his bartender. I recognized him at first, but the only pictures I ever saw of him were with him smiling. And his neutral face is quite different. So I wasn't sure if it was him, so I asked him if for his ID, so I didn't make an ass out of myself by guessing and being wrong. I wanted to chat with Jordan, but he was with his buddies, so I didn't want to be an obnoxious fan. I've seen a lot of celebrities in my life living and working in L.A. in my whole life. I've never been starstruck type, but seeing me and Jordan was the highlight of my year. The second moment of occasion is getting a shout-out on the show, and he would, as he said he would, and when I heard it, I couldn't stop smiling. It was so awesome. I wish Jesse had been there, but I know my, my workplace isn't exactly his scene. I want to say thank you, Jordan, for making my week so awesome. To clarify, I commute 15 to 20 hours a week, so I've been listening every day for the past six months or so. I'm down to the final 40 episodes. Thanks for making my drives enjoyable. Also, I wanted to say those listeners who don't like Brian's laughing, fuck you. I'm <laughs> the show at the first laugh track. Thanks again. Love the show. Keep it up, guys. And yes, I had to write that down so I didn't fuck up. Uh, this statement. This was a statement prepared by his lawyer. Mm-hmm. His lawyer is Brian. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> Brian does a little paralegal work on the side. Anything notarized, Brian Fernandez. He's thinking about running for president. Oh yeah, yeah. He should. Um, yeah, that was Alex from uh, the Hollywood Highland, Dave and Buster's. What a guy! Holler it, holler it, Alex. Yeah, and it was really from a Dave and Buster's. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> he, uh, he, and and you weren't smiling ear to ear the entire time you were there. I don't know when he <laughs> caught me because when I, if I'm in D and B, I'm grinning from E to E. <laughs> So I don't know what was going on. Maybe I'm, I was farting. If I'm you get in, serious for a second. <laughs> if I'm in D and B, I've been convicted of B and E. Right and there, do I? Because I only go there after hours. Right. Yeah, steal those quarters, baby. Yeah. Wait a minute, no, steal the tickets. Yeah, get yourself a Nintendo DS. Yeah, for four thousand. Um. Yeah, it was great. It was great meeting Alex at the Dave and Buster's, and um. Yeah, he seems like a real, real stand-up guy who wrote himself a nice little essay. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> I like that you added for four thousand at the end of that, mm-hmm. but I think you're kind of showing your ticket privilege here. Mm-hmm. That your go-to mm-hmm. thing is it. I know that you yeah. are so good at skee ball, right? That you get, but you know, first of all, skee ball is culturally biased. Sure, that's right. <laughs> like a Scantron <laughs> test. <laughs> The Scantron test of Dave and Buster's. <laughs> okay, let's take a reg- one regular momentous occasion before we wrap this thing up, Brian. Hey, Jordan. Jesse. And possibly no guest. Maybe Steve Agee. That's probably a good guess. Uh, this is Matthew Bunch. And Joe from Paul's Boat, Joe Ringster. And we just finished taping our Jeopardy! Teachers Tournament ah! uh, competition. Hey. And it was fantastic, super fun. And we loved it, and we totally made out, as per your suggestion. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. No no special – yeah, I tapped my nose 
three times. Once for you, once, I mean, once for Jesse, once for Jordan, once for my favorite guest. That show remain nameless because I can't think of a funny one right now. Mystery. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'm sure you would love to know who won and who didn't win. No. You'll have to tune in and find out the uh. second and third week of May. Yeah, my episode is May 6th. And I'm May 7th. Party on. Awesome. We'll talk to you guys later. You guys had the pickup artist mystery on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taught us how to, uh, taught us how to neg women. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's been, awesome. We've been negging Alan this whole time. Oh, May 6th and 7th. May 6th and Jeff 7th. Let's all watch. D. Check your local listings. Um, that's great. I hope they did actually make out. I hope that wasn't a goof. Yeah. And, you know, if they you were just goofing and you didn't actually do it, fucking make it happen. Where are the married Jordan Jesse Go fans? Where they fell in love because of Jordan Jesse Go? I, I don't know. You got it, any of those in the. Baby in the geniuses baby, in the baby geniuses fandom. Yeah. I I don't know. I officiated a wedding once right before uh, right before boat party biz our our cruise. Yeah. And uh, but then they they the the groom emailed me later that they had broken up. Ooh, how responsible do you feel? Sixty five percent. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what I would guess. Also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if uh, we have any uh, people who have met because of the podcast. We don't really facilitate that. We like to keep them lonely. Yeah, <laughs> it's better for business. Sure. Listen under a blanket with a yeah. flashlight. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations and good luck to our Jeopardy listeners. Uh, we'll be rooting for you. Watch them on Jeopardy. Gosh darn it! Have a little. Have a little party and support them. Yeah. Have a Jeopardy party, gosh darn it. Emily, what's your what's your money on? Are you thinking that there's going to be more costume wearers, uh, more costume wearers on dates or more people who've been on elephants? Uh, that's a tough one because I'm trying to think. Like, I know I've been on an elephant. Yes! Wow. What were I, you on an elephant? I don't remember. I just know I did it. <laughs> All right. You know it to be true. You're like, I was really drunk and I was at an A's <laughs> yeah. game at the Coliseum. I just have a picture of myself and I know no details about it. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but I – and I don't think I've worn a costume on a date. But I don't think I'm a representative sample. Now, you, Jordan, you went on a SantaCon date once, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, you did, not, about on I did not dress up, though. Oh, okay. um, I was a stick in the mud, not dressed up as Santa. Have you been on a different costume date before? <sighs> Let me think. Have I? I've made out backstage at a high school play. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> Last year? <laughs> yeah. I feel like every date I've been on, I wear the costume of a person who cares what they look like. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that is not representative of who I am. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no one knows. Oh, you know, I did go to the Ren Fair with a girl I liked in high school. Yeah, I, you know, okay. I think that might have been a thing. Did where you maybe... wear a Ren Fair outfit? I did. Yeah. What'd yeah, you wear? That's what's up. Huh? What'd you wear? Doublet. What did I wear? I had. Oh, you know, I think I had a like a tunic with a rope belt yep. and a little bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. Simple. Keep it clean. Keep it healthy. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. I'd probably go as like a friar tuck type. That's fun. Yeah. What about you, Emily? What would I wear to the Renaissance Fair? Yeah. Star Trek away yeah, team? <laughs> some some kind of time traveler, probably. Mm-hmm. What about just like a cool robot just breaking yeah. yourself silver? 
Beep boop, give me mead. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know if I've ever had the opportunity to be on an elephant. That like that to me is like where does that even happen? India people who've been on Indian vacations, yeah, or, or like or at Thai an in, vacation. or yeah. at an Indian wedding. That's a very oh common sure, thing. yeah, yeah. Or I want to say it happened at some kind of zoo, but that seems unlikely. Right? No, I think a zoo. Yeah, I think a zoo. I think that's a histor. I think that's a one of those zoo practices that maybe they don't do anymore. Yeah. But- <laughs> oh sure, yeah. But it happened you know, at one point. Yeah. Yeah, like or at the Cincinnati at the- Zoo, maybe, or like the Durham Zoo. The old kind of circus that they used to do, Ringling yeah. Brothers. Like that, it would be the kind of thing that would not have gone down at the San Francisco Zoo, but maybe the Oakland Zoo. Yeah, yeah. Like that- they got to do a little more to get people in there. Something like that, and uh. If you ever go to Thailand, there's a lot of opportunities oh, there. Oh, sure, yeah. So maybe some, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what happens. I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm really excited about this, too. Me, too. I'm glad that we finally found something to do on our show. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Is this the most structured thing that you guys have ever introduced? In a decade. Mm-hmm. In yeah. a decade. We did. We had five structured things when we started the show. We just dropped them one at a time as we got bored with them and never added new ones. <laughs> We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. In a world dominated by Dude Bro movie podcasts. A world where Casey Affleck has an Oscar and Angela Bassett does not. Only one podcast is brave enough to call bullshit. Who shot ya? With Ricky Carmona. A lot of people don't know Porgs, Puerto Rican. Alonzo Duralde. I would eat Oakjaw. <gasps> April Wolf. I want to interrupt and say yes. that the fish man was real sexy. Drea Clark. I have a real soft spot for King Kong. And women of color. I was like, damn! Right, Kugel got final cut! Kugel got final cut! <laughs> it's literally the world's saddest orgy. <laughs> <laughs> and believe me, I'm from San Francisco. I've been to some sad orgies. Who shot ya? Listen every Friday on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Janet Varney of the JV Club podcast, and I am so excited to be joining Maximum Fun. If you're not yet familiar with the JV Club, it's a podcast with me and some of my favorite women and, in the summer, men, as we explore the highs and lows of our terrible teenage years into what I like to call our adult lessons. For example, hear Emily Heller describe her time on the national circuit for the debate team, or how Travis McElroy took over his drama class and gave his fellow students notes. Yeah, that went over great. Or let Busy Phillips tell you how she met Sharon Stone at an Arizona toy fair. You can join me and all my once awkward, sometimes still awkward friends every Thursday by subscribing to the JV Club on MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Emily Heller, permanent resident. 
moving in, huh? Yeah. Cool. Congratulations. Just yeah. to the studio. Congratulations on getting your our studio green card. I feel like Alan uh, farted enough in this room that yeah, no one now. else is going to come in. <laughs> you carry him across the threshold. Yeah. You know who actually was the last person to get their green card here in the Max Fun HQ studios? Oh. Gerard Depardieu. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Also farted a lot. <laughs> well, he does amount. drink five bottles of wine a day yeah, or those something. Will, those will give you some nasty farts. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu and E40. Mm-hmm. Those nasty. are your top wine-consuming celebrities. How much wine does E40 drink? E40, well, E40 is lately has been pushing <laughs> Slurricane and E40 tequila, his branded liquor mm. drinks. Um and so he's talked less about consuming wine. But Evordy was famous for a long time for just carrying a jug of Carlo Rossi wine with him oh, wherever yeah. he went. Uh, and just drinking from it all the time. Uh, which is sad if you think about it very much. But it's, you know, if you're at the Ren Fair, that's appropriate. Yeah. Right, of course. It's fun. It's in, yeah. it's in character. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, as long as it's made from honey. Sure. Or blackberries, brambleberries. <laughs> uh... Emily, it's been a joy to have you on the program. It's been a joy to be here. You know, if if I were a listener, and obviously I'm not, I wouldn't listen to this program, but... Um, I'm not a listener to this show or to anyone when they talk. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Just <but> zone out. <laughs> putting myself in the shoes... I'm an empathetic person. Putting myself in the shoes of someone who listens to the show, I'd be saying to myself right now, geez, Emily Heller's cool. Well, sure, I can subscribe to your podcast, Baby Geniuses. I bet that'll be great with a great Lisa Hanawald on board. Mm-hmm. But, uh, geez, I, I wish I wish there was a way, a uh, free or low-cost way, for me to enjoy her stand-up comedy special, Ice Thickeners, because she's fucking super funny. I bet her special's really great. I've got great news for you. There's a free way to watch it. Absolutely free. It's the whole thing's on YouTube. Wow. On comedy, if you go to Comedy Central's Holy YouTube page, shit. you can watch my entire hour-long special Holy Ice Thickeners, shit. which I recorded uh, last summer at the end of a one-year tour. Uh, it's got a lot of good jokes on it, and it's got a little opening sketch. It was directed by Kulap Vilaisak. Hey, <sighs> former guest on this program. Yeah, uh, really. I recorded it in Seattle, home of Frasier, um, and I think it came out really good. Uh, so yeah, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube for free. Emily Heller, Ice Thickeners, and you can follow me online. I'm at Mr. Emily Heller in all places. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of good Fuck. stuff. A lot of good stuff available. Fuck. Did you hear that Frasier part? No. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not listening. Soning <laughs> <laughs> out. That was Frasier's famous catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not, not listening. listening. Yeah. I'm thinking about a dog farting, Niles. <laughs> That's right, Eddie. The dog from this show. Yes, I have. I have turned into Martin Crane. Oh yeah, yeah. If a if a chair I'm in the really living room, fucked uh, up chair. <laughs> if you've been on an elephant, or mm-hmm. you've worn a costume on a non-Halloween date, and married folks, that means romantic intent. Quick question: yeah. Purim date? Are you counting Purim? What kind of costume do you wear for Purim? Purim the Purim's just the like... horniest of the Jewish holidays. Yeah, <laughs> it's, Purim it's, counts. It's Jewish Halloween. You just wear any kind of costume. Mm, that seems no. I guess not I counting know. it. All right, have it's a pretty horny holiday. <laughs> okay, you been I'll allow it? You been around like Fairfax and Beverly around uh, Purim? <laughs> Oof! Oof! And I'm gonna say that. that 
people are going to try and stretch this to include sports jerseys worn to attend a sporting we've event. Already yeah, we, we've already covered that. that. We've no, covered we that. covered sports jerseys worn to participate in a sporting event. Oh uh, no! I, I was also saying like if you like are, if you like yeah. you know wear your favorite player's jersey. If you to called a, a jersey a costume and someone would say that's not a costume, yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. No, like if you're on a softball team with somebody, that's that doesn't count. This either. question. And this show are not for you, jocks. <laughs> I mean, sure, there's 20 minutes of listing baseball players every episode, but... <laughs> but that's for the education of non-jocks. Right, yes. That is not... That is in that case... That is for someone who likes baseball but doesn't go outside. That's in case Rickert Fanita is mm-hmm. listening sure. and will email me. <laughs> Bill Miller, are you out there? Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. JJ Go at MaximumFun.org is our email address. 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. Uh, you can find us on Reddit, MaximumFun.reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Jordan Jesse Go or join the Maximum Fun Facebook group. If you go to MaximumFun.org slash local groups, you can find local Maximum Fun groups in your area. A lot of fun. A lot of Facebook Excuse me, a lot of Facebook groups for those groups. Mm-hmm. So it's like a double group. Groups for your groups. <laughs> I won't. I won't join any club that would have me as a member. Sure. Yeah. Okay. If you're Reports not reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. If you're not the lead dog, the view <laughs> sure. never changes. Yeah. Okay. Because otherwise, you're staring square up that asshole. <laughs> Big Johnson's <laughs> Casino, liquor in the front, poker in the rear. Uh, 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 Stussy <laughs> Hey Stussy We'll talk uh, to you Massimo <laughs> We'll talk to you next time And see you on tour On Jordan Jesse Go Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported